Greetings. Welcome to the reading of the book, our first lesson for day one, or lesson one, When God Speaks, How to Recognize God's Voice and Respond in Obedience, by Henry and Richard Blackaby, father and son team. God speaks to his people. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God. Lord, that we can hear your voice, Lord. We ask you, Lord God, to speak to us through your Son, Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit, Lord God, that we may hear, write, obey, and obey. The problem is in obeying, Lord God. Help us to obey, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that we are in in your cups. We are in your hands, Lord And we're in it to win it for your glory and your honor in Jesus' name. Amen. There are a few truths in Scripture more exciting than this. God speaks to his people. The same God who created the universe with a word now speaks to us. There are at least two things that prevent people from having God's word radically transform their lives. First is sin. Sin disorients us to God and causes us to stop seeking Him. Read Romans 3.11 that says, There is none who understands, there is none who seeks after God. Second, worldly things dull our senses to receive a word from God. For example, the average household spends over seven hours with their television on each every day. When you watch television, you do to gain information or to entertainment. Too often, our thinking becomes blurred. One moment, we are watching a dramatic reenactment of a battle scene depicting suffering and death. And then, with the push of a button, we can see a war-torn country where real people are suffering and dying. Our hearts have already been humbled to death and dying. So we walk away from our television, unmoved and unchanged. We can approach God's word in the same way. God's word is never for our entertainment, information, or observation, but obedience. God's word is for obedience. God's word never allows us to remain the same. Today, many Christians are uncertain when God is speaking to them. Now, let's go ahead and write this down. Write down Two hindrances that are from hearing a word from God. What are two hindrances? Well, like I said, for me, write two hindrances. So, Okay, I got a list of actually more than two items I have. Hearing, what's preventing me, hindrances, sports, TikTok, advice on phone, talking and talking and talking and not getting nowhere with the same people. I call that fat cats feeding each other two helping myself put fires out because of my disobedience of things like speeding tickets purchases that take time uh commitments that are not important lots of stuff not being a strong leader to myself and anyway and so those are my things Okay, all of our understanding must be taken from Scripture. Too many people base their Christianity on human reasoning. It is easy to assume that God relates to you in the same way that people relate to each other. That is untrue. You may need to make adjustments in your life to experience fully God speaking to you. 
Whenever my experience does not match what I find revealed in Scripture, I immediately seek to bring my experience into conformity with Scripture and not the other way around. God speaks throughout the Bible. Genesis 1 repeatedly states, God spoke, it was so, it was good. What God says always comes to pass, and it is always good. Let's read Isaiah chapter 14, 24, and verse 27. And that says, The Lord of hosts has sworn, The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so it shall come to pass. And as I have purposed, so it shall stand. For the Lord of hosts has purposed, and who will annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? Isaiah 14, 24, verse and 27. Amen. Now, I hope you did your writing. Your, get your journal out and write those two questions I asked you to write. Now, what are your hindrances and what's keeping you? Is sin, sin keeping you? Remember, we try to give God 10% of our time. That's about three hours, folks. We're not going to get this if we don't put him first in the burner. God's pattern. There are several characteristics of the way God spoke to people in the Bible. Though God uses many ways to speak to his people, the key is that God spoke, not how he spoke. Those to whom God spoke focus on God's message, not the means by which he spoke. Whenever God spoke, the person knew it was God. Scripture indicates we will know God's voice. Wow. When God spoke, the person knew what God said. Usually our problem is not in knowing what God says, but in our willingness to obey what we know he is saying to us. When God spoke, the person knew what to do in response and could not longer carry on business as usual. The issue was a matter of obedience. The person who received a word from God could not always prove to others that God has spoken. He could only obey and allow the results to testify to God's work. Think about a time in your life when God spoke to you. Place a check by each characteristic above that was evident in your encounter with God. Was obedience an issue? Why or why not? Okay, let's write down a time when God spoke to you. Place a check by every characteristic above that was evident in your encounter with God. In God's patterns, the check. Let's go through that again. Whenever God spoke, the person knew it was God. Did you know it was God's word when he spoke to you? Though God used many ways to speak, the key is that God spoke, not how he spoke. He comes in different areas, right? Uh, One time, God spoke to me through, uh, sometimes through television, you know, compassion, a compassion where God's speaking. And said, okay, well, let's pick up the pieces and let's try another job or something like that when I was hurting. Or God spoke to me by a billboard, you know, and a big giant billboard right 
many billboards, many signs God has spoken now that it comes to mind. <clears throat> Even uh, airplanes, you know, God speaks to you. The writing on the... I, one time we, we were trying to do something right in business up against a big, what we thought was a wrong business. It was charging way too much, so we had a little business. <clears throat> and then we all went outside for a break. The sun was beautiful and everything. And we all sat on chairs, and all of a sudden we looked up, and we saw a rainbow that looked like a smile just across the sky. I haven't seen that before again, but it looked like someone was smiling down on us. It was across the sky, and you can tell it was a smile. It didn't, you know, just amazing, huh? When God spoke, the person knew what you do in response and could no longer carry on business as usual. The issue was a matter of obedience. You know, speaking to the Holy Spirit, what, where, and when, and why, and then, and it's a quick response. With, And it's not something that we can conjure up. The one I'm dealing with right now, he spoke to me, and, and, and he's told, told me to stop abruptly. It looks like my uh, my nighttime ministry, barbecue Friday night. You know, I guess I have quit that job many times in my heart, and I'm just going through the motions. Uh, one of the reasons is I don't see enough recovery for the time spent there and all the effort and so forth to feed the people and entertain them and everything uh, to validate the time I think I, God knows that my time would be better in going to bed early instead of having to have, bring pots and pans and clean and clean and store and store. So that I'm having trouble right now in obeying. I heard him say, stop abruptly to my question. But I mean, I asked him specifically, should I be involved in that nighttime work? He said, and I heard it with an instant, the voice came and said, stop abruptly. So that's what I'm going to put down for my section, stopping up. I haven't done it. One of the things I can do is get a three-by-five card, and I le learned this in a seminar that you put down, I am easily and happily, and then you write down whatever God told you. And you can add it, say, in Jesus' name. For instance, for me, I can put carry the three-by-five card. I can easily, I am, got to start with I am, I am easily and happily stopping abruptly in Jesus' name. You know, maybe I have to bring that from the heavens, the power here, and then establish it here, and then and stop my, uh, my emotions, which I think, or my feelings or my pride. You know, it probably has to do with pride and ego, that I, I like the, uh, the attention, huh? You know, last night I went with coffee, and we have a lot of workers setting up for barbecue. And I heard someone say, "Is that Fernando?" Like they were waiting for me. Ta da! Here comes the star. And there's some people that was working in the in the early meetings, real early morning meetings, and a couple, and they they were happy, and they ate and left, <laughs> and they. But they came back. Anyway, um, so yes, I'm still 
the obedience, the part of mine is obedience. So let's go ahead and work on it. That'll be my three by five card. I am easily happily obeying the voice of God. I am easily happily stopping abruptly. Amen. All right. Our next segment is God's word came to pass. As a pastor in Sakatun, God impressed on my heart that he wanted me to be a catalyst for a revival and spiritual awakening across North America. The author writes his uh, hearing God, okay, his story. He also showed me that an important element of, to God's doing this in Canada was by raising up and training leaders. I responded to all that God said to me. I studied the Great Awakenings and prayed with fellow pastors. We began a Bible college to equip people for Christian leadership. Many received training and strengthened churches across Canada. While in Sakatoon, I was privileged to participate in a revival that took place in the early 70s. Then God called me to serve as a director of missions in Vancouver. The school I had helped to found was closed. There was no citywide revivals in Vancouver. I had to trust that the Word of God had given me concerning spiritual awakening and theological education would come to pass. God has been so faithful in fulfilling His Word to me. In November 1993, I had the privilege of preaching the installation sermon for my oldest son, Richard, as he was inducted as the president of our new seminary in Canada. God's Word concerning spiritual awakening had also not returned void. I was invited to serve as a special consultant to the presidents of our home, foreign and Sunday school boards in the area of prayer and spiritual awakening. When God says, will come to pass. What God says will come to pass. And it's always good. Knowing when God is speaking to you is not difficult. Like all forms of communication, your relationship with God need to be cultivated. And then the question is, what did God say to you during this, during your study today? So go ahead and pause it and write down what God has individually us told you. And then just write down what areas, what will you do as a result? So let's go ahead and pause it and write those things down. I'm writing them down, pausing it right now. Again, these are the questions. What did God say to you during this, this study today? And what will you do as a result? Knowing when God is speaking to you is not difficult. Like all forms of communication, your relationship with God needs to be cultivated. Okay, so that's what we're doing. We're cultivating. What will you do as a result? Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm cultivating. I'm considering it. I'm starting to imagine it by putting different words and scenarios as to obeying God. One of the things that came to me as a result, I know I heard God talk to me. I asked him, do you want me to do pancakes again in the early morning meeting? I mean, it's cold out there at 645 in the morning. 37, 40 degrees, 42 right now. And you got to go and set up and bring a lot of equipment. And I have three different stoves. Sometimes I use charcoal. Sometimes I use wood. Wood stinks up the place. Everybody's closed. So I turned to, um, 
I needed a valve in one of my stoves, and I went to Home Depot, and I go, I ain't going to find anything. This place is just too big, and they have limited things. They didn't even have the kind of stove I needed. So I'm walking to there and just praying. I walk out to the aisle, and then I see two boxes there that are not supposed to be in the place where, and I can't even find the section. I don't know what the price on it. But two of them, they were the exact thing I was looking for. You know, a conversion valve, take a big tank, and instead of using the little green tanks of propane, I can use my big barbecue tank that I filled it up a while back when the prices were low. And uh, and I'm thinking, yeah, i got to spend money for this, got to take time for that. But I felt like God was helping me because he did speak to me to... Uh, I believe he spoke to me to make the pancakes. So he's confirming his word by me. I go up to the cash register, and I don't have my wallet with me. I just have the phone. And then I tell the guy, I said, um, I said, can you take this Apple Pay? And he goes, no, we don't take it just yet. And I said, well, I have to go get my wallet. Hang on to these two. I was going to buy both of them and try them out and bring the one that didn't work back. And I realized I had $20. Someone had given us some money on the pancake meeting, one of the members there for the pancake. So I went back. I said, I got 20 What is one of them? I have the 50-50 chance of getting the one, one right that I need. Because I really didn't take a look at the valve on the stove. So we looked at both of them, and he helped read some. And he says, this is for stovetops. That's what you have, don't you? When he rang it, it was twenty-two bucks, and I said, "Can you give me a senior discount or something?" And it still didn't work. The machine jammed. And finally, he got it to nineteen something with a fifteen percent uh, discount. So I said, "Wow, God is giving me favor," and they worked. Next morning, we fired it up, and it was beautiful. The flame and everybody give praises and so. But I could easily put it aside and say, ah, it's too cold. It's a lot of work. I don't know if it's God's will. You know, I should be my better time reading and cleaning. And Amen. So this is a great way for us to listen to God's word and put them a three-by-five card because I haven't, I haven't done what God told me to do. Stopping abruptly. I'm acting like I already stopped at the thing, and it's not working in other people's attitudes, you know. I need to be fired up and excited about what I know God called me to do. And I'm not sure that he called me to be helping out. Even though I got it started, I've been there for about three years. So I got the barbecue started. It was, started putting the flames. It was the first cook. And he's bringing good, I'm like kind of waiting for good leadership to come in and take place. And I believe we have good leadership now, and it'd be a great time for me to pull away. Someone said, "If no one will step up to the plate if you keep doing it, Fernando. One of my, I, I like to call them administrators, call them uh, mentors, or just friends in the fellowship that also hear from God. So we have to allow others to step up so they can have joy in serving I don't have to bogart the whole thing. <laughs> anyway, getting back to the three by five cards, write it down. I am easy and happily obeying God's word. I am stopping abruptly. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
Okay, let's go ahead and wrap it up for day one. Today's scriptures, we should be carrying around, write them down. Romans 3.11, there is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. And Isaiah 14, 24 and 27, the Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so it shall come to pass. And as I have purposed, so it shall stand. For the Lord of hosts has purposed, and who will annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? Isaiah 14, 24 and verse 27. Let's get those scriptures, write them down, carrying them around in our pockets, memorizing them just for today. Okay, day one. This is day one on the study, and tomorrow will be day two. Thank you so much. Love you. Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For, amen. Amen. Let's just stop right there. I'm actually writing these scriptures down, and I lost it. Thank you again for staying and being productive in this category of hearing the voice of God and obeying it. Amen and amen. I love you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Be humorous with you. Be joyful with you. He is pleased with you. Give you his counsel and establish you in every way and purpose for his kingdom, for his life and your enjoyment in Jesus name. Amen.